Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Welcome back to another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. Awesome to have you here. I'm doing something a little bit different. If you received my email or saw the post in the Serving Circle, I'm putting together a workbook for my clients just to aid, I guess, the insights, exercises, breakthroughs to um, work alongside the online course I have. And so I thought I'd give you um, some insights. I thought I'd, uh, for the first little chapter of this workbook, I'm going to walk you through uh, some of the key concepts, some of the key questions so that you can apply it in your own life and start to receive some of the benefits. Because um, I know some people um, are doing it tough right now. I know some people are going through some heavy emotions. They're feeling some uh, really stuck energy in their business. And I thought it would be, uh, I guess, a huge help to just dialogue this through. Um, what I'm, you know, what I'm putting together for my clients and some of the key concepts and why they're so important. So as you listen to this, really reflect back on your own life, where you are right now, uh, get in touch with what you feel is most expansive, what resonates with you, and and just apply it. Really apply what um, what resonates with you here as I go through these key concepts because um, you're going to have some breakthroughs if you execute. So one of the things that I did was I broke it up, uh, just took a, a fragment of some of the key concepts and some of the key questions and so we'll go through them one by one. And the first concept here is don't try and fit your meditation into a busy life, but organize your life around your meditation. Now, why is this? Because when most people get stuck in business, especially when they're trying a lot of the latest marketing tactics, tools, strategies, and nothing seems to be working, they're hustling, they're putting in more time, they're you know, really doing everything they can to move forward but their meditation practice, their their resourcefulness, the connection to their soul is what diminishes. And what, that's what they tend to put uh, second. But really, life's always teaching us some deep lessons. And life's always teaching us to really call back our levels of empowerment in some way. And those sort of that sort of deep level of vibration which everything stems from is what needs to be prioritized because how you execute on certain strategies, how you delegate your time and uh, what you're able to manifest, for example, is all coming from your vibration. So feel into that, feel into um, what you can do around your meditation and uh, how you can prioritize that, how you can prioritize uh, the connection with your soul, the connection with uh, you know, what's emerging for you at that time and then have the clarity to move forward with whatever marketing strategy, whatever business um, tactic you feel called to implement. So that's number one is try, don't try and fit your meditation into a busy life. 
organize your life around your meditation. Make that the priority and you'll see everything around you start to shift. Number two is shift your relationship to your emotions. This is a big one. This is something that a lot of us go on the journey of, especially not only in personal development, but in spirituality, is really developing that different relationship with the heavier emotions as well. So we'll talk about that the most. But also, are you clinging to some of the lighter emotions? That's also a big piece. Um, One of the things that I recognize a lot of the time when clients are going through my program is people can also use their meditation and use their spiritual practice um, because at some level they're judging how they feel. They feel some kind of emotion, whether it's sadness, anxiety, uh, whether it's depression, whether it's um, confusion, frustration, and they, they feel this way and then they go to their spiritual practice to, you know, in a, in a sense, trying to get rid of it and trying to um, push it down or they're trying to do something to fix it. But a lot of the time, uh, you can notice judgment in that. And whenever there's judgment towards something that's organically flowing through you, it's always going to amplify no matter what strategy you use. So shifting your relationship to your emotions is really about being just as okay feeling sad as feeling joy. And I know our mind likes to prioritize certain things, you know, prioritize and, um, you know, place, I guess, judgments on these emotions of what they prefer to feel more often. But really, the idea is if you just allow everything to flow through you without judgment or resistance, then more likely you're to just to surrender to what life has for you. And more than, you know, a lot of heavy percent of the time, you'll go back to who and what you really are when you just allow things to flow through you. Um, so no matter what you're feeling, whether it's feeling heavier emotions or lighter emotions, whether you don't resist or cling to either of them uh, is the perfect position to be. It's the perfect uh, intention to have when you're just allowing everything to flow through you and you're allowing um, your judgments and resistance to drop. If that's the case, you're just going to be okay no matter what you feel, but you're going to do a lot of healing in that place. And then on the other side, you're going to return more and more back to who and what you really are, which is this deep level of peace and this deep level of love where you can have a a deep appreciation, love for everything that you feel within yourself. So really recognize um, where you are judging your emotions, where you are resisting your emotions and um, really start to reevaluate what you're feeling and your relationships to it. Um, So if if you're able to do that, you'll reach a, a deeper peace within yourself. And this, this journey will be, um, I shouldn't say easier, but it, will, it won't be more comfortable, but it will be a bit more easy in terms of you will just allow things to speed up the process of flowing through you. So that's number two. Number three, use your meditation in a way that's expansive. Yes, we discussed meditation already, but one thing that we can highlight is some people use their meditation in a similar way you know, you go through a nice little stroll and that's, that's the way you exercise. Um, nothing wrong with that. There's just, I find some real expansive ways in which we can use our meditation similar to instead of going for a stroll uh, as your daily exercise, you go for a, 
a harder run. You do sprints, for example. If you do some uh, hill sprints, and you, it's just a lot more challenging, but there's a lot more reward. And similar, if you were to, instead of have just you know, a 10, 15 minute meditation, but you do an hour or two, or you do three hours, in a way that's really challenging your mind, or in your meditation, instead of just going to um, you know, some sort of audio and binaural beats or whatever is your go-to, how about you sit in silence to a point where it's uncomfortable for your mind and really sit with the emotions that your mind's trying to avoid. You know, you might have some emotions that you're trying to avoid uh, and that's why you're building business. Maybe you're trying to feel, um, you're trying to escape the feeling of being a failure or, you know, uncertainties of life or, um, you know, how you might feel if your peers or family judge you for not being successful. You know, these are some deep emotions around not feeling enough and not feeling loved. And I'm all about using your meditation to go deep on that. Really use that to go deep on what your mind's avoiding so that it can finally be seen and purged and released. Um, if you're not doing that, then it's just being pushed down and it's it's uh, growing unconsciously. So that's one of the key concepts here is use your meditation in a way that's expansive, in a way that challenges you, in a way that heals some deep things that uh, you may not have access to if you didn't uh, if you use your meditation in another way. And the next concept is recognize the emotions are coming up because they're coming out. As I discussed before, you if you adapt a feel to heal mentality and you just completely you stop avoiding, you stop resisting, you stop reacting to your heavier emotions. Um, and instead you just embrace whatever you're here to feel. If you just embrace... Uh, and feel it in your body, allow it to process, allow it to feel those deep wounds, those traumas, those patterns underneath it, then you'll be able to feel it, do its thing, whatever it needs to do. It'll be in your stomach, soul, plexus, chest, throat, you know, in your limbs, wherever you feel it, and it'll just do its thing. And then after a while, for however long in divine timing, it starts to dissipate, it starts to leave. And so you can recognize that instead of pushing emotions down, you remember everything's coming up because it's coming out. Everything's coming through you because it's, it's, it's ready to be seen. There's some wounds and traumas that are ready to be seen. And then you can start to, um, I guess, elevate that level of consciousness you have for yourself. So that's another key concept. Uh, the next concept, the last one we're going to talk about here is all about you must take massive expansive action so meditating sitting with your feelings processing you know holding space for yourself is all part of the uh, healing process but what what really solidifies it is taking the expansive action that's now aligned with your new vibration as we know we learn lessons <laughs> here in this level of existence. And we learn lessons mostly through how we feel, you know, we experience certain things, but within those experiences, certain lessons, you know, so whatever you're going through, whether it's financial challenge, you know, your health, your emotions, you know, different circumstances, there's always lessons in there for us. There's always some things for us to experience in our body, in our soul, so that we can expand and become more whole. 
and how we really, I guess, within ourselves and and how we share with the universe if we've learned those lessons is through taking different action. You know, it's sort of similar if you're um, trying to overcome, uh, you know, trying to overcome your scarcity around money and really welcoming in this vibration. But you can imagine if you were to meditate and you were to purge these deep feelings around feeling safe around money, feeling needing to make money to feel worthy, right? And you can purge and hold space for yourself. And as that pattern starts to leave, you're now left with a little bit of a uh, fork in the road. Like which which vibration, which which existence do you want to go down? Do you want to go down the making decisions and taking actions down the path of abundance or the path of scarcity you really have the option now but what happens when you meditate and all of that comes up but you continue to make your financial decisions from a place of scarcity you know you choose to go to the grocery store and even though you feel called to buy something that's a little more pricey and better for you you go to something that's more cheap because it's out of this fear instead of going towards the thing that is uh, more expensive and better for you. You know, what if you're making, what if you were to make your decisions now to say, you know what, I'm going to be generous. I feel called to be generous with my money. I feel called to um, donate. I feel called to give some away. I feel called to invest. I feel called to, um, you know, do a program or a course or a summit or an event, you know, take a trip. Who knows, but whatever you feel called to, if you make that decision from a place of your expansion and a place of abundance, that's what's going to strengthen. And that's how you tell yourself and the universe that I've learned that lesson and I'm ready to play at a different vibration. So those are the key concepts before we move on to the key questions. So to summarize, the key concepts are don't try and fit your meditation into a busy life, but organize your life around your meditation. Number two, is shift the relationship you have to your emotions, especially the heavier emotions. Use your meditation in a way that's expansive. Recognize emotions are coming up because they're coming out. They're coming through you. And you must take expansive action alongside the feeling of all the feelings. So the key questions here, really lean into these. If you needed to sort of close your eyes and... Um, really get in touch with what uh, an answer may be for you, then that's cool. But key question number one, what expansive meditation practice will you dedicate yourself to for the next 30 days? I always love to uh, have certain goals and you know certain intentions and then test and tweak, see what's working, what's not working. We always want to be in a place of experimentation in our life. And so what is that expansive meditation practice for you what's uncomfortable to your mind how would you need to sit in silence for how long every day what can you dedicate yourself to what's a period what's a time frame where your mind's like there's no way i can do that whether it's 30 minutes an hour five hours whatever it is but dedicate yourself to that see what feels expansive for you and have the courage to do so number two Question number two, what are your top emotional avoidance patterns? This is big. So while you're feeling uncomfortable emotions, you will have certain avoidance patterns that come up and says, I don't want to feel that. I would rather, you know, 
watch Netflix, eat chocolate. Um, I would rather go talk to a friend. I would rather go work. I would rather whatever. Recognize from now on, what are your top emotional avoidance patterns? And for me, for example, I used to eat a lot. Well, I would snack and I realized when I asked myself this question, I'm like, oh, I snack every time I'm bored. If I'm bored, I just get up out of my seat and I go to the kitchen. And, you know, it was a big level of awareness for me, but it was something that really uh, shifted the game for me in realizing even something as small as just getting a snack, I'm like, I'm doing that to not feel something. So what is it for you? And recognize that if you don't shift that emotional pattern of avoidance, then you're just pushing something deep within you that's affecting your vibration, you know, your, your actions and decisions, your resourcefulness for what you want to move forward with. So provide that awareness for yourself. Question number three, what do you fear most in business and what, and what emotions are on the other side of that? Whether you fear being judged, whether you fear going broke, whether you fear succeeding and then failing, you know, whether you fear uh, not, you know, making mistakes, whatever it may be. Uh, what is it that you fear? And if that is to, if that's to uh, manifest, then what emotion is in that reality that your mind doesn't want to feel? Very, very big. Because that can be the main key focus. Uh, and number four, key question, what is your next expansive leap in business? If you were to really feel into this and say, oh my God, I know what it is. I know, I know what I'm called to, whether it's finally get on video, do a YouTube channel, finally you know, reach out to 30 people and offer them something, whether it's do a summit, you know, what's that expansive leap for you? For most people, hey, it's putting some more offers out there. Like you want more clients? My question is how many offers are you putting out there? How many calls are you getting on and talking about your services? Like really, what what does that number come down to? And if not, why not? How we connect with people in in this day and age is so easy. You can literally connect with the vast majority of the planet just through a device held in your in your hand. It's so easy to now connect with people. We really have no excuse not to get out there, talk to people, find out what challenges they have, and be resourceful and creative enough to solve those problems. So what is your next expansive leap in business is the fourth question. And the three action uh, pieces, key action pieces that I have for you is one, place that meditation practice on your calendar. Um, is number one, once it's on the calendar, uh, you're committed to it. And as soon as that time rolls around, you see in your calendar and it says expansive meditation, go for it. Go in there and uh, hold that space for yourself. Trust me, I've had no person do this consistently and come back and said it wasn't worth it. I've had no one in the whole, in all the years I've been doing this. Okay, next, uh, focus on welcoming the heavy emotions in your next meditation. So when you're meditating, yes, if you feel called to do your binaural beats and everything like that, cool. Like there's all kinds of forms of meditation that you can rely on. Uh, this is just a tool, but one thing that I know is that if you spend an, a, a considerable amount of time with the intention of welcoming these heavier emotions and holding space for the sides of you that might be scared or frustrated 
or lost and confused, then you're giving yourself the ability to for your body to be that that healing furnace for these wounds and traumas. So make sure you're focusing on that in your next meditation. And last but not least, the action is to schedule, to put on the calendar, whatever that expansive action is. So whatever expansive action you know you need to take and that your soul's calling you to, whether it's doing more prospecting, getting on video, doing those collaborations, you know, whatever it may be. Some of you may be jumping on the collaborative call that we do in the serving circle, whatever it is. My, uh, you know, my guidance to you is to put that on the schedule, put it on the calendar so that you know that that's the space for you to follow through with courage uh, and to uh, really, I guess, condition that level of resourcefulness that you need to do that consistently. That's what I would urge you to do. Um, so hopefully this helped. Hopefully you've had some some things that are a little bit you know, triggering for you, a little bit more insight and an awakening for you. If that's the case, then move forward with this. Take action on it. Really allow this uh, podcast episode not to just be something that was nice and that was okay, a little bit motivating. Put it into practice. If you do, shoot me a message on Facebook. Um, let me know. Let me know how this helped. Let me know that you're following through. Let me know that you're... Um, you're, you're taking the leaps. If you do that, I'm, I'm by your side. I'm in your corner supporting you because I know how important this is and the world needs your work. So of course, when you are ready to play a bigger game, I'll see you in the serving circle. We run the collaborative calls uh, every week so that you can meet more people, collaborate, expand your sphere of influence and make sure that uh, those who need your help are getting your help. So I'll see you in the serving circle. Take action on this and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for being here with me. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.